Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Like, I'm not one of those spiritual type guys. And I'd never experienced anything like that before. I had no idea that it would affect me so much. Welcome to The Ghost Files. My name is Karina Machado, and I'm the author of Spirit Sisters, Where Spirits Dwell, and Love Never Dies. For decades, I've been listening to ordinary people tell me about their extraordinary experiences with the spirit world. Now, I'm going to share these moments with you, bringing you all new interviews every week with people who have a spooky story to tell. From seeing an apparition, to receiving signs from beyond, and messages from late loved ones, plus so much more. What can an encounter with the dead teach us about living? Find out each week on The Ghost Files. Today, my guest on the Ghost Files podcast is Paul, a former Sydney radio announcer who in 2013 had a profound dream of his late mother that utterly transformed his life. Welcome, Paul. Thank you so much for joining us on the Ghost Files. Our pleasure. Thanks Thanks for having us. Before you begin sharing your experience, could you please tell us a little about yourself and where you were at in your life? at the time preceding the powerful dream you had? Basically, my mother had um, suddenly gone very ill um, and um, with with quite a virulent form of, uh, of cancer. So, um, you know, it was, uh, it, was, it was a very, very quick thing. And unfortunately, my mother and I hadn't really ever had a, um, a good relationship. So when I saw her when she was ill, there were some issues that came out and we basically... Um, we had a big fight and, um, I, unfortunately I just, you know, um, three months later she'd passed away and I, I still hadn't, still hadn't made peace with her. You knew that she was unwell, but the, the moment of her passing came as a, as an immense shock. You didn't actually know how sick she was. Is that right? Yeah, I guess, um, I, I sort of played it down because, you know, I knew she was very ill, but, you know, she, she, you know, I just, I sort of, I guess, um, I put it out of my mind to try and deal with it as a sort of coping mechanism. Uh, you know, I sort of buried my head in, in the sand yeah. a little bit. Um, and, you know, I have to say that it was, um, you know, I was probably drinking like an absolute fish at the time as well to try and sort of self medicate. Like, like I said earlier, my mother and I never really had a, a good relationship at all. And, um, you know, I, I got the call from my, from, from my niece one morning who just sort of said, you know, just called me out of the blue and said, look, Nana's died. Um, and I was just in complete shock. Goodness. Um, it just, um, like I just had no idea that there was a connection. It was just, it was like I've just been cut off at the, at the knees. I just couldn't believe it. My dad had passed away six or seven years previously, and I just found myself, you know, sort of standing in, in the backyard in Oyster Bay, just going, Jesus, I'm just all alone in the world. Like, she's gone. It's just so final. And, and then the guilt started 
to hit me because we'd had a massive row and I, I hadn't made peace because mm-hmm. I, I, I didn't think it was going to be an issue. I thought, you know, you know, she's going to be fine and then we'll start talking again you know, at some stage in the future and all of a sudden she, she died, you know. Goodness. And how long was it prior that you had seen her? When was the last time you'd seen her and you had had the massive row? Oh, literally three months. Okay. Yeah, 90, 90 days. Yep. Okay. And as you say, hearing the news of her death came as such a huge shock and it brought up a lot of unresolved pain and it sent you, Paul, on that downward spiral that it seemed like there was no escape from that. Yeah, it was, uh, it, it was, it was fairly help, um, helpless and, um, you know, I just wasn't in the right place at that time to, uh, you know, to sort of compartmentalise stuff. So I just did what probably a lot of people do and they just bury their heads in the sand and just hope they wake up and it's all gone away. Um, but, yeah, it, it hadn't. So, yeah, it's very, very shocking. Very shocking. And so then what happened is extraordinary. Your mum came to you in a vivid dream. Tell us about that and what your state of mind was like when she, when you went to bed that night that you had the dream and, and what unfolded. You know, I touched on self-medicating before. Um, when she passed away, I hit it hard, um, like you wouldn't believe. I just, I just wanted to drink myself into absolute oblivion. You know, I'm quite serious. That was, a, it was a tangible thing. Like that was the only way I could actually um, not just be an emotional wreck, if you like. So that lasted, you know, a, a good week of of just smashing it. Yeah. Um, no, I was just going to say your grief was so profound. Oh, it was incredible. Like I, I had no idea that somebody that I didn't even particularly like mm. at the time, I had no idea that it would affect me so much. Um, it was just incredible. I, I mean, I was racked with guilt like you wouldn't, you wouldn't believe. Um, and she, she came to me in a dream and just, it was just, it was, it was, it was, it was fleeting. Um, and she just said, look, everything's okay. Mm. And that, yeah, that was <laughs> amazing. Wow. And so could you take us a little bit into this extraordinary dream that went on to have such profound effects in your life? Like what was the setting and what did your mum look like? Did you, you know, I think in an earlier chat that we had, you told me you could smell her and, and mm. feel her. Tell us about, t- give us the details. She, she looked healthy um, because when she was, she was she was very gaunt. She actually had put on weight. Mm. Um, you know, it looked like about you know she looked like she was about you know twenty years younger. Um, and you know, I can just hear her voice um, and just the smell. Like it was it was my mum. You know, like I, 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 swear, I swear to God that it was my mother. That wasn't you know just a a, a random dream. Like everything was all of a sudden very clear. And the colours were, uh, you know, very vivid and that sort of stuff. And it was, it was, it was mum. It was, you know, and I, I woke up with, just with a start. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just didn't really know what what had actually happened. <laughs> so. And and Paul, in in the dream, uh, <clears throat> was it a setting like life, a, a normal kind of a, a room, or was it a landscape? Where did you meet and? And how how did you feel in the dream? It happened. Um, it was you know it was just in Sydney, um, which was quite interesting because my mother passed away in New Zealand. But it was just it was just literally um, 
the, the dream literally went for probably 25 seconds and I, I woke up and I was just like, God, my, my mother's visited me in my dream. I just, you know, it was just, I was quite blown away at, at it actually. Okay. And so you'd been feeling, feeling these dreadful feelings of guilt, these um, mm-hmm. very distressed emotions. When you woke up with that knowledge that your mum had visited you and that this, mm. what you'd experienced wasn't just any old normal dream, mm. how were you feeling in terms of those old experiences of guilt? Were, you, were they gone? That, look, they, they'd, they'd started to, um, I, I guess that, um, that started a, um, a, a process of me thinking about it and going, well, well maybe it is okay. And I didn't really i mean i just didn't know what to do like i'm like like i'm not one of those spiritual type guys but um at, by by any stretch of the imagination and i'd never experienced anything like that before and, and quite frankly if if i bumped into somebody on the street who told me that i just would have said oh that's you know just a bunch <laughs> of spiritual horse shit um you, you know forgive the expression so I, I i didn't really know what to do with that if that makes sense yes yes it does especially given the strange turn of events that went on to happen because something mm. quite strange went on to happen that involved us meeting a few days later could mm. you could you tell our listeners what happened there please paul yeah well that was that was the remarkable thing so um i run a uh, a facebook page in uh, in new south wales and um you, um, it's a community Facebook page and, and you happen to be a member of, of that page, Karina, <laughs> uh, which, which I found out. And for some reason, a set of circumstances had come to pass where, um, and I can't remember exactly how this happened, but we, we interviewed you for our, our Facebook page, um, as right. you know, somebody in our, our neighborhood that had, um, had written a book and, um, you know, that sort of stuff. I'm like, okay, well, let's, you know, let's do an interview. And I, you know, I took some, some camera gear because I've got a, a background in, you know, sort of AV and that sort of stuff. Yes. Um, and, you know, I drove around the corner like you literally lived, you know, 800 meters away from my house. <laughs> um, and yeah, I met Karina Machado. Um, and I had no idea who you were. Um, I was in such a state, such a mental fog that the notes I've been given about you, um, I pretty much read at your house while we were setting up the equipment. I didn't know what your book was about. I didn't know who you were. You know, I just I sort of went through the notes in uh, bullet point, and you were talking about a book you'd you'd authored called um, Love Never Dies. That's right. Yep. Um, and then you know, so I just I wasn't really taking anything in, but then you started talking about people being contacted by loved ones in their dreams, and then um, <laughs> I just. <laughs> I was like, this is just ridiculous. And, you know, I said, I, it was actually that day, like I had the dream and that day I'd actually met you. And I, I remember just sitting there with you just going, that happened to me last night. That it, 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 what you're writing about in this book happened to me last night. My, my mother passed away a week ago, visited me in my dream. And I'm sitting with Karina Machado, who's probably one of the, you know, sort of world's experts in these sort of um you know occurrences and i'm i just couldn't believe it i just couldn't yeah i was just i think i actually you know i i think i I broke down which is pretty unprofessional of me but it was certainly an unusual and very beautiful turn of events did you did you take it as a confirmation from your mum that all is well 
and that the dream was real? Yeah. Um, so, look, I don't know if you remember the um, the meeting between you and I yes. um, that well. Um, but uh, like I said to you, what, what we're talking about in this interview happened to me last night exactly. Um, and then I think we stopped rolling for a second and I just had a chat with you and, you know, it wasn't anything too heavy or anything like that, but, but what happened is you, is you, you validated that dream. Um, and you, you gave me a couple of examples of this and said, well, look, you know, this is often, you know, this, this is, this often happens. Um, just, you know, I literally from that day, I, I just, I just got on with it. You know, I, I, you know, I stopped drinking. Um, just everything became clearer and, and, and the guilt went and, and it just went. That is like, just wonderful. From that, from that meeting, like I could go to, go to bed at night and I wasn't racked with guilt because mum had come to me in, in my dream and just looked at me and said, look, it's, it's all okay. Um, and you validated that and that problem gone. That's why I do this work because these stories and these encounters are profoundly, they can be profoundly healing and transformative. Paul, I want to ask you a question that I'm going to ask all of my guests on The Ghost Files and that is what did your encounter with the dead teach you about living life in the here and now? Uh, look, to, to be honest with you, like I haven't, I haven't overthought it, if you like. Um, I've sort of, you know, I've taken this, this situation in meeting Karina Machado like straight afterwards and, and having, having, you know, having something like that validated is, is just like a, like a, a gift. And I, look, I'm not one of those, you know, love the universe types and, you know, all the spiritualness and all that sort of thing. I just, I just took it for what it was. Um, and just, yeah, just, just got on with, with, with my life. Really, and you know that was just the, the most amazing thing because I look, I you know I've never been one to do counselling or anything like that, but I can, I can imagine you know it would take you some years of working through therapy to get to the point where I'm at now after a a uh, you know a two or three minute conversation with with you following so, following the visit from your mother, which I think was the hinge here. That's what that's what enabled the healing and the meeting mm-hmm. with me was. Almost, as yeah. you say, a, a further gift from her of confirmation, yeah. and you know, we we cannot begin to fathom the mystery, but the effects yeah. are certainly so pronounced, and you know, mm-hmm. those healing effects. So, um, so I thank you so much for sharing your story today with us, Paul. It, it's it's absolutely beautiful, and um, it speaks oh, certainly yeah. to to the healing power of these stories. So, thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you for opening up the Ghost Files with us. I'm Karina Machado and we'll be back next week with more true life tales of spooky encounters. So please subscribe so you catch every episode. In the meantime, you can check out my other podcast about mysteries and marvels, Spirit Sisters, based on my best-selling book. Thanks again and we'll catch you next time for more Goosebumps. Hold up, what was that? 
Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hello, Fresh. 